What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Music Corner Rift 808s. I'm Nate. It's your boy, Trent. And I'm tired. And today, we got new albums. We got new tunes for the people like you. So right away, let's get into it here with the new Black Coffee album, Subconsciously. Black Coffee, uh, discovered very recently. He is apparently a South African DJ who's been at it in the game here for a while now, to my wild surprise. I've never heard of him, like, prior or anything. And, like, apparently, like, he's, like, you know, gotten awards for, like, you know, being a breakthrough artist in, like, 2015. He's He started in 94, believe it or not. I was like, wow, this guy's, like, at started it. Started in 94? Wow. Yeah, right? And I'm like, this is the first time I've ever heard of him or anything he's done. I mean, to be fair, I think most of his stuff was, like, popular in South Africa. So that makes, that makes sense. sense. Yeah, right. But, uh, no, he's got a new album here, Subconsciously. And uh, it's a banger, at least for me. You know, like, this album, when in the, I went into the album not knowing a thing about him, right? I didn't know this genre. I don't know any kind of sound that would be coming out of this. Nothing. But uh, based on even some of these features here, I didn't know what to think. I mean, it seemed like it was just going to be like maybe like an R&B album. I mean, you got Usher on here. You got Pharrell Williams making a feature. Sabrina Claudia's on here. Like, there's some, there's some people on here, you know? And it turned out to be like, you know, kind of like how it is for every uh, DJ artist where like they make some fun funky beats not really funky more so just groovy and chill i guess in this case and then you just have your features you know sing some verses and shit and it's this one is a good exception i'd say i had a lot of fun listening to this album i mean it's it, it's exactly that it was fun i mean like some songs i'd have to say uh la 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 that had usher on there that one was just that was great i i loved it anything to hear uh, Usher being featured on for me is just, it's a good time. And for a Williams one, 10 missed calls, doesn't fail. I mean, it's for a Williams. He's got an awesome voice. Uh, other good ones I liked were uh, Ready For You. Drive was probably the best song on there. I That's like his most streamed one too. And I don't think I've ever even heard of that one prior. Um, but either way, I it was awesome. This whole album was great, honestly. And the only thing I have to like, you know, could have lived without was just how long it was i mean this is coming in an hour long with like you know six five to six minute songs and it's 12 songs too so like it is a full album no matter what but it's just very long songs here which kind of was just like eh. but for one good thing most of it didn't drag uh, the only ones I could say that did were Wish You Were Here and Never Gonna Forget for me. Uh, those ones I could have lived without. But, I mean, overall, you still have, like, a really solid album here. And, like, I like what this guy's doing. I really want to look into more of his stuff. So, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. Eight and a half out of ten for me on this one. Uh, Trent, what would you think? Oh, this is, it, was, it was a pretty chill album. I, I had a good time listening to it. Nothing bad about it. Um, except for the length. That was the only thing that kind of threw me off as well was the length of it. Um, it got kind of repetitive after a while. I mean, when you have an hour um, of six, you know, five to six minute songs, uh, it gets kind of repetitive. Uh, the style was, it was chill though. It was nice to have a chill album in the week. Um, I really liked it. It was really good. Um, the features fucking banging. Like when I saw Usher on there, I was like, oh, let's, let's go. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> Um, overall, I didn't have a problem with it, except for the length. Um, probably, you know, I'd have to agree with you, mate. Solid eight and a half out of ten. There you go. Good shit. Sebastian? Oh, Lord. 
I, I'm very <laughs> sorry, people. Uh, I, I've never really been much of a, you know, house DJ kind of person. Um, you know, like I said, there is definitely a niche for them. You know, there are definitely some good acts within the genre. Well, sadly, with this album, I don't really feel much different. Not a huge fan. It sounds like just kind of walking through H&M and you're just kind of being blasted by the amount of skinny jeans that probably won't fit you. Um, you know, it just not my favorite thing. You know, the vocalists are actually very good that he has on here as Nate stayed with happens like for Williams on a couple tracks there and everything. And just, you know, I, I was really just not into the sound behind it. It was just very, it was very one note for me as far as the background noises go. It kind of, uh, kind of just didn't really have much energy behind it. And that's what kind of drew me away from it. It just, it was very like just slow tempo and just like you know kind of just nothingness for me and i didn't really get much out of it i don't really have much to say other than that i mean uh the mix was really good you know i'm not gonna say this album was really bad or anything it's just it's not my type of music so i can't really just say oh this sucks it doesn't suck it's just not what i'm used to right you and, could say uh, you could say that, that the uh, you could say the black coffee here wasn't brewed for you Oh yeah, definitely. It was a little <laughs> bit too bitter for my taste, and it put too much hair on my chest by the end of it. Uh, I'm gonna give this one a five out of ten because obviously it's not a badly made album. If you like this kind of music, you will definitely enjoy this. I just, it's not my thing. It's right. like EDM. Just I was gonna say yeah, like EDM and like this kind of stuff. It's just it's not my thing. I get it. But uh, yeah. We'll move on then here to the new Humanity's Last Breath album. Uh, I'm going to say Valdi, Valde. I don't know. It's a funky looking A in there, so it's got to be something that doesn't sound like an A sound. But anyway, uh, Sebastian, I'll have you start on with this one. So I really like this one. Um, it doesn't do anything new. It's basically if you've heard, you know, other deathcore groups and everything like that you're gonna know you know thy art is murder stuff like mm-hmm. that uh you know you got the you got the very low sounding voice that you can't understand the lyrics you know we <laughs> all love that it's very fun it doesn't really have too much going on i i do i do hear some kind of like gojira-esque uh sliding techniques on some of the guitar work in these songs um you know the drums they they were kicking my ass i mean i i mean not in a good way you know i i love when the drums uh sometimes just kind of like take your ears and just you know fucking just beat the fuck out of them you know sometimes uh sometimes that's a good feeling to have you know um like throws in descent i think that one's probably my favorite i'm looking at my notes here and I, that one i i seem to talk about a lot uh throws of the sense really really good I, I like I said the percussion and that one, especially with the double pedal timing with the bass, I think that one just really just pushes through the best out of all these. But I added pretty much all of them to my heavy playlist and a couple to my master. So overall, this album pretty good. I'm gonna give it a eight out of ten. Good shit. Yeah, I gotta agree on most of what you said there. I mean, uh, this is deathcore. This is as deathcore as deathcore can get. Uh, low vocals, like you said, Sebastian, the Die Artist Murder kind of thing going on there. So if like you're a fan of them, you'll you'll definitely hear that style of vocals on this one. Um, what kind of disappointed me a little bit, and this is like kind of like the only 
negative thing I can really say about it. That intro track, uh, and again, I'm going to butcher it. It's a, it's a weird saying thing here. Uh, just for the sake of argument, Dodds Dance. Um, that was some wicked fucking instrumentals. And I just wish that that was kind of incorporated more with the rest of the album rather than on maybe like a couple songs that anywhere near that happened you know with those instrumentals and it's funny too because the title track had some pretty creepy wicked shit on there as well but again it was just it was just an instrument or interlude you know like it wasn't anything it wasn't an actual song there was no vocals but it was so cool i would have loved to have heard that with some vocals and maybe my opinion would have changed for like the great the the best even i mean that could have been a nine out of ten album if it was as that consistent but unfortunately no they kind of kept to the same deathcore formula in terms of instrumentals um and like the most popular streamed one by them tied i believe is what it is uh i mean that's makes sense why it's the most streamed i mean typically when you have like a deathcore band or even like a metalcore band they're gonna put their more uh unique one i guess in terms of like a whole song onto those Spotify playlists. So with that one being that, uh, that one was definitely like a, a banger, of course. I mean, there's no bad songs on here at all, by any means. They're all great songs, just stuff I've heard before, but it's like a good heard before kind of thing for me, if that makes sense. But yeah, so overall, the album gets an 8 out of 10 for me. I still enjoyed it. I still think it's worth checking out, especially if you're a Deathcore fan. And... Yeah, just going to leave it at that. Uh, Trent, what you think? So this album, it's Deathcore. Um, Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I liked it. It wasn't too bad. It definitely uh, threw me for a loop because um, I listened to Black Cough here beforehand. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't wasn't the worst thing i've heard it was it was pretty high um for deathcore i mean i i enjoyed it had a good time with it actually fell asleep listening to it so really uh, yeah i was just tired um yeah but it was i mean overall it was it was pretty good um the vocals you know those little gutturals always love them uh instrumentals i agree with sebastian on that one you can kind of hear like the gojira slides a little bit here and there um no, overall it was pretty good i had a, a you know, good time with it it was fun it was actually good deathcore. Um, giving off solid 7 out of 10. There you go. Love to see it. Moving on. Next, Modson, new new internet. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Modson, internet killed the rock star. Sorry, I had new typed in there. I don't know why. Um, Trent, go ahead and start us off with this one. Where do I begin? <laughs> you know, I, I, I understand... You know, if you get a message or whatever, you know, but like, if you're, you're, you know, 30 something years old, get, get rid of the green hair. Nobody cares. <laughs> the shit you're talking about, you sound like you're stuck in like 1997 when pop, pop punk was upcoming. All right. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. The song with Avril Lavigne wasn't that bad. That was about it. That was like the only thing I liked about the album was that song. Everything else, no, it, no, just, just, just stop. Get some help. I don't care. <laughs> I've, I've heard, the, I've heard the song Karma here and there. I think it was like on TikToks or something. Mm-hmm. But like, 
just stop. Don't make music. You probably got enough money. You, you don't. I don't know how you made money, but just, just don't. Just retire, for the love of God. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. I don't have a rating for this album. I, just, I fucking hated it. Fair enough. I get it. I get it. Sebastian. Um. E- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I no, mean, that's yeah. all. this uh this album it's uh it's something you know i uh i have a very similar sentiment to this album as i did with the uh mgk album tickets to my downfall being that pop punk is definitely not a sound that is how can i say very good to release into the mainstream nowadays i just don't think it holds up very well you know sometimes i'll listen to some mxpx or uh green day or you know going into uh you know even like no effects and you know stuff like that like yeah it's cool to listen to stuff from the 90s you know that skate punk that pop punk you know it's it's a little bit gruffer a little bit tougher stuff like that but it's not typical dad's punk you know it's it's just it's 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 definitely overstated welcome at this point and this album definitely still shows that um you know it's fun seeing avril lavigne again you know uh i'm happy that uh the lasagna herself is still doing stuff with music i I've, i kind of missed her recently you know, I, I want her to be kind of like the anti-pop icon for a long time. But I guess Lord has kind of taken that seat at this point for a little bit. But, you know, I, I, I thought this album overall just didn't really have much to say. You know, the instrumentals, very simple. You know, the vocals, oh, you ain't getting anything new with this one. You know, it's just your typical pop punk. You know, you're going to work all your vocals to the nasal cavity and you're just going to sing right through your nose. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's not that good. There's not much to say about it. You know, if you, if you like, if you like, you know, if you like that typical sound of pop punk, you know, and you just, you just want to wear your Pierce the Veil t-shirt, you know, you want to go jam out in your, in your parents' basement, you know, and you want to relive the old times of being in high school again. So be it, do it. You know, this album can be easily for you, but it's not for me. And I'm going to give this a number, another five out of 10. Because we all just don't want to be big rock stars, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's a Nickelback reference for anybody who didn't get it. For anyone who's oh, slow out there. I mean, he is married to Avril Lavigne, so it, it, it does make sense. It's fitting. It's very fitting. Yeah, that's an interesting couple, but that you know, past the point, still shit out. I mean, hey, just look at the photograph. Oh my, Trent, <laughs> Trent, you're going wild tonight. <laughs> I can't believe. You. God. Tell no, as, as no, I'm not going wild. I'm an animal. Okay. All right. Trent. We're, we're all throwing out Nickelback references, yet we hate the band. <laughs> I throw. I don't. I throwing out a three in like two sentences. I'm okay. I'm good for now. That's it. He's up. I threw out one. That's all I need. Hey, it's either Creed or Nickelback. Pick one, buddy. Oh, I'll pick the Creed. I, Creed. I will pick that. Yeah, Creed. I'll, I'll pick Creed over Nickelback any day. At least, at least Creed doesn't have as annoying of a vocalist. 
and I'm just not even talking about his vocal performance, just him in general. <laughs> Chad Kroger is just a shit stain of a human being, even though he looks exactly like Kurt Cobain, and I still find it funny, but yeah. They had that one song about sex, Nickelback, and like I read up on the lyrics. Animals. <laughs> talking about animals? Is that, is, that, is that when he's talking about having sex with the girl and everything? In the car, on yeah. her dad comes? Yeah. yeah, that's animals. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> like, Did why? What happened, dog? It was the early 2000s, it was a different time. <laughs> Do you just hate when you're like with your chick dog and your dad walks in? And it's like, bro, bro, you wanna join? <laughs> oh my god. Alright, alright, let's, uh, let's, let's get this out of the way. So Mod's son, uh, rapper gone pop punk. I don't know if you guys knew he used to be a rapper and he went pop punk. Oh, shit, oh I couldn't tell. I, I nailed it on the tell. head when I said MGK. I... MGK MGK did it well though. I know you don't <laughs> think that, but I have to give MGK credit. He did it well. Mm-hmm. Mod Sun. At least with Mod Sun, they didn't play guitar though. Yeah, I mean MGK knows how to play guitar, so I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean Mod Sun knows how to play drums, but he just shouldn't. <laughs> just stop. Yeah. Just he get, just just get Travis Barker and call it a day. All right. Stop. Get some help. Travis Barker will do anything for a dollar nowadays. <laughs> but like um anyway so it's like it's not new here that this is like the case on this album of a rapper gone pop punk star i mean trippy red did it recently obviously mgk you got young blood and probably more that are to come pretty soon in the rap realm especially the emo rap realm is starting to pop up there in the pop punk community but i mean this album i at first was enjoying it like the first four songs i'm pretty sure exactly karma bones flames which is the avril lavigne song and uh better man for those those were good i didn't mind those at all especially karma i mean trent i know you said like that was like one of the tiktok featured songs and like probably heard it elsewhere too and like yes while it is probably the mainstream one that's still you know I like it. It's actually kind of a banger. But after that point, after Better Man, it just kind of turns either generic or just uninteresting in general. I mean, and it kind of sucks too because I was almost hoping to enjoy for once an album like this, you know, just in general because it's like I feel like we tend to just like at least for me i've tended to just shit on this whole thing of rappers becoming pop punk stars and i don't mind it i kind of like when they do that just to switch it up but it's not they're not producing anything all that interesting for me i mean the trippy red album i know we didn't really talk about it in general um but i listened to it which I just ha- I have some free time I never would have normally just because it's another of those deluxe edition things of like a whole new album on top of a previous album which is annoying as is but nevertheless I still listen to it and there was a once again a couple good tracks on there fucking Chino from the Deftones is on there so like that's uh that's already a wow okay you know but after that there's just there's nothing else after those three songs for me at least it's just very weird it was very weird to have trippy red's auto-tune layered over this pop punk track and even the last track was almost like that whole like trap metal kind of thing because it featured scar lord and he's just yelling he's not even it's not screaming it's just yelling and i'm not really a fan of scar lord in general so what are you gonna do but this album from outside wait wait hold up When, when you say yelling what do you mean yelling it's well, do, do you know Scarlord at all? 
No. I mean, so, like, like, when you talk about, like, like yelling and mixing out, like, pop punk and stuff, I just, I just hear, <laughs> Oh, no, no, it's not, like, ghost main yelling. It's, like, it's just, like, a, like, kind of that thing, you know? And it's just very annoying, and, like, from him, it just doesn't do anything for me. starting winner. me a gift. <laughs> Ghost May does it right when he yells. That's yeah, he good yelling for like a mixture of rap and metal. But Dude. I was gonna say that's more belting than yeah, yelling. even that. That's belting. Yelling is a very straining action. And it's it's not fun to listen to for the most part. I mean, unless it's like hardcore. Like, Some hardcore yeah. bands can do it right. I mean, yeah, but that's more like false chords. I I don't know how to explain it. Like when you're just straight up just yelling, yelling, and it sounds more like a Japanese noise metal band with a guy with a vacuum cleaner up his fucking urethra. <laughs> I know, know I know what like, you're referencing. I know exactly what you're. Oh referencing. yeah, you showed me. <laughs> you know, but, right. um, that, are you talking about that one Reddit video where the guy just like like it's like an actual thing where like yeah, yeah it's like a band i can't even pronounce their name but it oh. begins with a g it begins with a g That's oh i thought you were just talking about the one reddit video where the guy literally just shoves a vacuum tube on no like in a live performance <laughs> a, a live performance this dude just like because it's one guy just screaming assumed to be the vocalist and then the other guy is just whatever he's doing he's just getting a vacuumed on his dick and he's naked and he's just enjoying it i'm like what is going on and it's music this is like i think it's like a japanese band too i'm like of course it is because they're okay. fucking crazy um but anyway mod sun overall six and a half out of ten while there were enjoyable elements to it it just wasn't that good overall unfortunately for me but what are you gonna do so with that out of the way though we got some more to come but before we do here's a word from our sponsor and we are back let's get right into it here with the new uh for your health album in spite of sebastian take it away by far my favorite album of the week um this album caught me by surprise i when i saw the uh band members and everything i thought this was, thought this was gonna be more of a um more of a how can I say just more of an experimental alternative group? I see it but, with the album cover. I see it. Yeah, and uh, what I got from it though, it was heavy. And the songs were very, very short. <laughs> I, uh, I did not realize all these songs are like a minute long. Uh, some of them had really good transitions to the other, so I thought they were longer songs in general in the album. But they're all pretty much like a minute to a minute and a half each. But I, I like them. They're just. They're so sporadic. They're absolutely just crazy. Uh, entering in, entering out. Just everything about this album, honestly, was uh, pretty good. I didn't really have any like great spots. There was nothing really too memorable I took away from it. Because this was the first album I listened to all week. And I I don't know. I, I didn't really have anything too memorable from it, but at the same time, I am really excited to see any future projects or even past projects that I haven't checked out before. Um, the vocalist, he's really, really good. Uh, I just, sadly, when he's screaming, the mix kind of loses him a bit. Um, you know, at first, when I was first listening to him, I had to really, really uh, turn up the volume because I just could not hear the vocals too much or too well, actually. Uh, just going through my headphones and everything and I, I couldn't really get a grip on it but other than that like that's the biggest gripe I really had with the album um, you know maybe if it was just a little bit longer it would probably 
knock it up like another one or two numbers for me but i'm gonna keep this one short and sweet uh i heavily recommend it you know check it out guys this is a really cool kind of project going on here and uh i'm gonna give this one a eight out of ten good shit yeah i agree this one was very very interesting one to say list so uh, i found out that these guys are actually from columbus so that's pretty cool got the ohio boys here um this is sort of the style of like i don't even know what you want to say it's it's i want to say it's metal necessarily i mean like maybe like in some way like a math core kind of thing going here with like you know hardcore and post hardcore elements and like just kind of like a chaotic spree of madness at times and then they'll do this thing where like they'll slow it down a bit you know and like do a completely slower song for a good like minute and a half two minutes and then right back to the chaos you know and that kind of style like it's it's kind of picky for me especially lately like some styles of that i will 100 percent love and just like you know adore the album but other times it just doesn't work you know it's just it's either just too chaotic and like you know very repetitive not to say that this album isn't too repetitive i mean it's almost the same stuff every time but at least there's some sort of variation with this but uh and they also do this thing too uh where like they kind of do the early myspace days of like you know the mid-2000s metal stuff where they had the long title names like i slept with wes eisold and all i got uh what is the whole title here it's a long it's a long title it's just like i slept with wes eisold and all i got was an out of court settlement uh push the fucking rock sissy if anybody asks, we're already fucked. I mean, stuff like that. And it's like, I, you know, it's just like most of the time it's like quotes from something or it's just, you know, them being edgy or just being goofy. And of course, it's just like a hectic screaming throughout the entire album or the entire song, rather. It's it's great. It's a great time. But yeah, this one, I, I really enjoyed it. Like, I honestly thought it was absolutely amazing. Like, everything they did on this was perfect. I wouldn't want them to change much of it. I guess making it longer, like you said, Sebastian, like, yeah, if that was the case, it would have been maybe even higher as well for me. But even at 17 minutes, you get a lot thrown in your face in that amount of time. So I guess it's it's a good thing that it's that short with what you're getting out of this one. So be that as it may, 8.5 out of 10 for me. It's a banger. Trent, what do you have to say? True. My bad. Oh, you're good. <laughs> My mind. Um, shit. I was sorry. I was looking at something else. What am I talking about? The uh, for your health album. Oh, for your health. That. Well, that's good because I didn't have much to say about this anyway. <laughs> um, it. God. It honestly another garbage album. Like I. Damn. I I don't understand what it is these days about these albums, man. <laughs> <sighs> I like really just garbage, bro. Like that's it. I it, it might make my worst albums of the year. Whew. Damn, you're murdering this album. Yeah, I it I don't the it just sounded like noise. That was it. Like I listened to Mod Sun. I was just like, uh, this is eh. And I listened to this. And I was like, yeah, all it gave me a headache. Like the vocals were just so screechy and just so out of place the instrumentation wasn't like it didn't like i didn't sound like i kept in time it was just ugh, i'm gonna handle it 
Any rating or no? Not rateable? Uh, rating of garbage. <laughs> garbage. All right. I hear you. All right. Let's move on to the new uh, slow tie album, Tyrone. Uh, I think that is it. Tyrone? Tyron? I don't know. But uh, anyway, Trent, give it, take it away with this one, too. This one actually wasn't too bad. Um, a lot of good features on this album, actually. Um, I agree. You know, it's got the Ace Hat, uh, Dominic Fike, and uh, was it Denzel? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know where Denzel's part was because I like. I don't. It was either. probably like a, it was probably a slower part because I'm just used to Denzel just going off. Literally. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it was it was kind of a it was a nice chill album, uh, which was nice. Like I listened to <laughs> Slow Tie and then Black Coffee, so I was just vibing. Um. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really have a problem with it, except for that I couldn't hear well hear where Denzel was. Uh, that was about it. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a good album. Um, it's solid. You know, six and a half. Um, I wish like I think the one thing that gets me about it is like it, it was a good like mix of like lo-fi um and like rap, which it's new to hear. Um, and I think you know some improvements could be made here or there, whether it be you know like the the vocals or uh, some of the instrumentation just kind of fell off a little bit. But overall, I mean, I didn't have a problem with it. So, there we go, uh, Sebastian. So with this one, I was taken by surprise pretty, pretty hard. Um, when I first heard it, I thought I was like, oh, this is probably going to be some, you know, trap, you know, thing is going to be like a new upcoming artist and it's probably going to be like fast rap or whatever because it just looked like that kind of style. And no, I, I, I got something very interesting vocally. Uh, this guy kind of reminds me with his flow a little bit, just reminds me of like kind of like even ski mask with some of his wordplay um just because like everything is just so in your face and just like you know present it's crazy um you know with slow tie i really just think that this guy just has some of the most interesting rhyme schemes that i've heard i don't really have any specific examples of rhyme schemes but just take my word for it just really very interesting stuff um you know the flows i really like it a lot um some of the uh features on there were pretty cool i didn't catch i didn't even know denzel curry was on that song right that he was like featured in yeah i don't i really don't know where he was maybe in the background kind of like Corey taylor in that one corn song but like <laughs> i really just couldn't like i, I couldn't pick him out but the other feature I really, really liked was ASAP Rocky on Mazza. I thought that was just such a fun fucking song because, you know, you throw ASAP in anything and he's probably going to do a pretty damn good job at this point. You know, that guy's kind of untouchable. Um, I kind of I, I kind of enjoyed the low key part in uh, I Tried. You know, I, I think that song had a, uh, you know, pretty pretty like pretty nice little somber moment you know within all this madness going on but um other than that you know the ending track uh adhd i just love the intensity and anger and just everything it just that one that one's pretty uh 
that one's pretty good. Uh, I, I really liked just how crazy that one went. I think uh, that was probably like one of my favorite ones uh, off the whole album. Probably my favorite because that was like one of the only ones I added to the master playlist here. But overall, I'm gonna give this one a, I'm gonna give this one a seven out of ten. Uh, I, I might even go eight out of ten just depending on the day. But I really like this. The only thing that kind of brought me troubles were the fact that some of these instrumentals were very one to one. Really seem I didn't really see much difference between some of them. You know, and that's gonna happen sometimes with like up and coming rappers. They don't tend to really diversify their beats too much. But at the same time, the vocals and the performances definitely outweighed that issue. It's just I wish there could have been a little bit more uh zing with that instrumental. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. I hear you. This one, yeah, I was uh I was really enjoying it for the most part. I do have to give credit for kind of like what most rappers are seem to be doing now where like the first half of the album is different than the second half of the album uh i mean some examples from the top of my head ghost me did it nothing nowhere recently had done that kind of thing uh and this one is like another one where like the first half of the album is pretty intense for the most part the beats are like ones that'll get you going you know and then at the midway point there's like you can tell it's about to change because that, for one thing the album t- uh, the, the song names for the first half are all capitalized and then on the second half they're all lowercase and as it coincides with each other uh, with the music that's when you know that it's going to be like it's a much softer you know not, not necessarily chill the entire time but it's more chill than the first half when you get to that point and I think that's you know that's pretty cool it's nothing new especially nowadays but I like that um, yeah, it's like you said, Maza, which, uh, with ASAP Rocky, I mean, pff, banger, you know, like, absolutely amazing song. Cancelled is another good one. Uh, even the opening track, 45 Smoke, I loved. Uh, and then on the second half, I really enjoyed, uh, Terms, which is the Dominic Fike and Denzel Curry song. I'll, I'll just say as well, we've all said it, but I don't know where Denzel was, but he was in there. He's on, he's on the notes, so he's got to be in there somewhere. He was MIA. <laughs> he was MIA in the song, but they put his name on there he was anyway. like, Yeah, they were like, hey, Denzel, your, your part is coming up. And he's like, dude, I'm taking a piss. And then, oh, okay. We'll just, uh, we'll just uh, kind of record just, you know. Are you adding me? Are you fucking adding me? <laughs> oh, no, I, I didn't mean it that. I was just making a joke because we couldn't hear Denzel at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of sad about that. I know, right? I hope. I wish this part was way more in your face like he usually is. Yeah, because, like, I mean, if you listen to other Denzel songs, it's literally just like... Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, even like like Bulls on Parade, you know, right. cover oh, that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so in your face. Best cover of that song. There's a song by Slow Ty and Denzel. It's just the two of them called Psycho. Oh my god, it's it's insane. It's absolutely insane. bro. I've heard that song. That's it's <laughs> like cannot go wrong. And that was the first time I ever heard about Slow Ty too. I was like, oh shit, this guy kind of he kind of slaps. Um. But yeah, overall, 8 out of 10 for this album for me. Still pretty enjoyable. Uh, it was not until the second half, too, where the songs kind of got a little eh for me. Like, I could have lived without a few. But, I mean, it was still good overall as an album. So, I'll just leave it at that, you know? Uh, but yeah, moving on to our final album of the day. The new Architects album for those that wish to exist. 
Architects is back, dude. Uh, coming off of their 2018 album, Holy Hell. This is their second album that isn't featuring their former guitarist, Tom Cerulli, who unfortunately passed away to cancer. Uh, I believe that was in 2016, not long after their 2016 album came out, All God, All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us, which also, side note, best Architects album there is, bar none. But even with that, on Holy Hell, you can kind of tell that even without Tom, they're still going to go in strong here. But at the same time, they're going to kind of switch it up a little bit, too. I mean, on that last album, there was like... I mean, just trying to recall. I don't want to say it wasn't as heavy as like their previous ones, because that one was still pretty traditional metalcore with some symphonic elements added into it. Nothing that like you wouldn't even hear from uh, Bring Me the Horizon. I mean, that's that that's their kind of thing. I mean, they're both UK bands. I'd say they're both pretty like much one of the best ones in their uh, genre too, or I guess in the genre, since I guess you can still consider Bring Me the Horizon to be metalcore. But uh, on this one, uh, Architects, honestly, is uh, they're starting to pull a Bring Me the Horizon big time by switching up their sound here. If I had to compare, I'd say this album is pretty close to That's the Spirit, uh, except this one is much more on the metalcore side of things, whereas that one was more alternative rock and, I guess, new metal to a degree. This one, though, I gotta give credit. I didn't know what to expect going into this one as a whole. I mean, when their first single came out, which was Animals, that one was a banger the moment it came out. I mean, just that one breakdown when it's like, dar, 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 like, oh my god, dude. Yeah, I'm, that's my favorite Nickelback. So. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Get out of here. I had, I had to bring it back. <laughs> I had to bring it back. <laughs> oh my god. No, anyway far from Nickelback and just fuck off I fuck off alright <laughs> but despite that uh, the other ones that they came out with uh, was Dead Butterflies and Black Lungs which were both pretty good songs but like both of those songs also seem to like not have Sam doing as much uncleans as he did on previous things you know uh, previous albums, which is not a bad thing. I mean, I was going into this thinking he wasn't going to be doing much screams at all, but then I was, re I remember that he made a tweet, uh, a little bit ago where he said that, like, someone had said, like, oh, there's probably not gonna be any screams on this album, and Sand said that, like, he actually, like, heard his voice <laughs> at one point when he was doing screams, so I was like, alright, bet, <laughs> we'll see what you do here. And there are definitely screams on this one. Um, I think, uh, just to name a couple i'm pretty sure an ordinary extinction or discourse is dead one of those ones had like some some wild screams where i was just like okay sam i see you i see you uh other than that too we have some features from winston mccall from parkway drive who when you hear him it's just like oh yeah he his intense lower scream voice is just mm. And it's perfect for that song, too, which is uh, Impermanence. Impermanence? Yeah. We also have Mike Kerr from Royal Blood and Simon Neal of Biffy Clyro. Or I think that's how you pronounce that. Uh, but anyway, I have to say, this album, not knowing what to expect on a whole like scale, was really fucking good. I was really pleased with this album. There were so many songs on here that was just amazing like i said like in that midway point especially too that i don't i can't remember the exact song it was but like it was just a wicked cool intro i know given blood had a really cool one but there's another one that just had a wicked fucking intro to it and i was just 
blown away that this is coming out of Architects here. And uh, I would also like to point out, too, that this is much more ambient-sided, too, in some way. More than their usual stuff, I'd say. I mean, they've always incorporated ambient, but, like, I thought I read a thing, too, that said that, like, they recorded the guitar work last uh, and did everything else on top of that. So I was like, interesting approach, but I'd say it works for this one. Uh, only thing I can really complain about is that, like, I guess... Uh, when it got to like Goliath, Demigod, and Meteor, decent songs, not memorable at all though, in my humble opinion. But also we got an acoustic track, which is something that you really, really don't get from Architects at all, and that's the last track, Dying is Absolutely Safe. Uh, and I liked it. I was pretty pleased with that one, considering, like I said, don't really get that. It's usually like some kind of piano ballad, if anything, quote-unquote acoustic, but... Overall, 9 out of 10 for me. This one was a banger. Absolutely loved it. And I already ordered the album on vinyl. Can't wait to get it. Uh, that's all I got to say about that one. So, Sebastian, what do you got to say? Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, uh, sorry if I sound a little bit sluggish. Uh, I only had 30 minutes of sleep overall <laughs> throughout the past two days. Um, no reason. I just was not feeling sleep for a bit. Um but yeah, so this album for me is definitely not my favorite. Uh, I, I, I do like Architects quite a bit. I think they have some awesome-ass songs in their earlier uh, works. But with this one, I did not like the clean vocals, really, because not the not the singer himself. He's actually a really good singer, mm -hmm. and I don't think there's anything really to fault with him. It's just I don't like the over-processed side of the vocals and um you know of course there are some tracks that are really fun you know the bonus track that actually trent just showed us before yeah. we got the podcast apparently they had a bonus track of never going to give you up by rick astley which is a funny ass thing to do and highly recommend you guys go check that out uh, it, it's called it's Astley called hidden guys. track too by the way it's not like you know never going to give you up it's literally called hidden track if you're going to search it up on youtube yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting, um, but overall, there was just really nothing special with this. Like I said, the vocals were just a little bit too overprocessed for me. I just, I, I just don't like just the, the vocal effects that go along on top of it that just kind of make it stupidly bright sounding almost. And I, I don't know, it just never has been my thing. I'll grow on it eventually, and I, I know I always shit on it, but the overprocessed vocals thing just kind of takes me out of the music sometimes, especially with, like, heavier music, you know, because you're just hearing these, like, almost T-Pain-sounding auto-tune-type vocal melodies over, you know, some crunchy-ass guitar, you know, some booming drum and bass sound, and stuff like that and you just you know it's not really something that you really hear too much with it but at the same time i will give credit where credit is due you know the screams were phenomenal always um i'm really happy that the band is still finding ways to implement new sound despite uh losing such a valuable member in the past due to such tragic circumstances you know i won't i won't say architects is a bad band because this album far from they even had some great tracks in this album as well. But for me, I did not enjoy it all the way through. This is definitely my weakest one of the week. I kind of was just bored with it. And that's the worst thing I can be with an album is just extremely bored with it. 
So I I'm, I gave this one a four out of ten. You know, there's a couple tracks on here that are really really good, but other than that, I just really don't like the uh, just the overproduction on some things. Kind of just takes me away from the sound, and it doesn't really uh, it doesn't really build upon anything, especially with a name like Architects. You think they would build upon some things a little bit better, but other than that uh yeah still like the band you know don't think this is like you know oh wow they're gonna go in this direction they're gonna suck kind of attitude no i just just not my favorite project of theirs you know i get that yeah and also (laughs) one thing i forgot to say too this is the first album i don't believe i heard any this is the first one we don't get any black no oh yeah no no black on this album at all and it's so funny because sam has even said because like he's kind of like the main guy who like started that whole thing where where if you're not know what i'm talking about it's when bands go like like you know right before a breakdown but he's like kind of like the one who kind of started it a bit you know and like really got it trendy in the metalcore deathcore scene but uh he's even said he like he hates that he started that like he doesn't even know why like that stupid trend became a thing but it's like it's so cool i like it (laughs) so there's some things i mean there's always that little like trend that you see like uh with rap nowadays especially with like women rappers it's eh because fucking right eh. (laughs) forefront yeah i hear you but uh Yeah. yeah trent what did you think um i had to throw that in there um (laughs) no it was i think it was really good actually um i was surprised i've never listened to architects before um oh this is your first one yeah it was my first architects album ever um i don't know i just never never got into them for some reason um but overall as as tim the tap man would say we got a banger um it was solid. I really liked it all the way through. Even that little, you know, acoustical track at the end was really cool. Really nice way to end the album, I thought. Um, I probably will go back and listen to more to get, you know, the feel um, and see their other stuff, you know, their other material. Maybe it's different. Um, yeah, overall, I think it was probably a solid 9 out of 10. I, I really liked it. It was good. Good shit. Yeah, I agree. But all right. That's going to do with the album reviews, but before we go, we've got some album recommendations coming at you live. Um, I'm going to start by saying, uh, I mentioned this earlier, I'm just going to say, because also Trent, since like, you never really listen to Ar- Architects much, uh, All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us by Architects is like the god tier, no pun intended, Architects album. It's got every, it's, it's metalcore, straight up metalcore, I mean like, of course, but like the thing is, it's just like, the atmosphere just of this album, it feels very post-apocalyptic, you know, which is very fitting for the title. And I don't know, dude, just like it's very like I don't want to consider it gent oriented, but there are definitely influences of gent on this one. So like you're going to get a lot. You're going to get that. You're going to get some blasts. You know, you're going to get some fucking amazing songwriting. You're going to get some very deep lyrics. Kind of like they, I mean, they're, they're always known for that, though. I mean, they do not you know, miss a step when it comes to that kind of thing. I mean, they're a very uh, emotionally driven band lyrically. So, like, that's something I got to give them credit for always. But that album is just amazing. Absolutely incredible. Check that one out for both you, Trent, and the audience at home. All their gods have abandoned us. Uh, But, Trent, I'll also let you go now with the uh, album recommendation from you. If you have one, of course. No, 
I do I do have one. Um, so if you guys remember that thing that I sent you guys in the chat um, oh, yeah, a few yeah. days ago, yeah, I'm gonna say that one because it was really sick. Um, we're looking at uh, the soundtrack of the game Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, but it's a prog rock concept album. Now, I don't know if you guys know anything about prog, but uh, I love prog. I don't know if you. Uh, I don't, know if, I don't think I mentioned that before, um, but I also love the Legend of Zelda franchise. Uh, it's one of my favorites. I grew up playing Zelda, um, and Ocarina of Time, one of my favorite games. I still have it on GameCube. Um, for those of you who don't know, a GameCube is <laughs> um, old system, old system. Um, it looks like yeah, a lunchbox. It does, does look like a lunchbox. It has a handle and everything. Um, <laughs> but no, the soundtrack of Ocarina of Time is, I think, probably one of my favorite soundtracks. Um, and I, I'm sad I forgot to mention it um, during uh, our crossover episode uh, with the gaming podcast. Um a little update on that, actually. The Gaming Pop Podcast will be coming up with another uh, episode very soon here. We had to deal with some technical and uh, physical difficulties. So um, we'll be getting a new episode hopefully soon. Um, but no, the uh, it's uh, this video is by Dr. Pez VGM. Uh, and it's literally just the soundtrack of Ocarina of Time, but it's a prog rock concept album. Uh, the, one of the best songs to come out of Ocarina of Time, the Song of Storms. That song done prog rock was so good. I went back and played that specific part like 10 times, I think, because the Song of Storms is just one of those one of those songs, man. I oh, and hearing it doing the prog rock, and he puts like the, you know the pedal and everything on it, and it's just do 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 do. I was like in heaven. I was so good. But no, the entire I found a, another one that was a, a piano, um, like little um, short piano riffs. I don't know what you call them, but um, of that kind of time, and it had like uh, the I can't remember. It's like the the fire song, the water song, all those. So. Um, there were some songs I wish that this prog rock concept album had, but I'm okay with what I was given uh, and that I found this. It was really cool. Um, so please go check it out. It's so well done, I believe. So Good shit. Absolutely. Uh, Sebastian, what do you have for us? As I attempt to stay awake for the rest of this podcast, <laughs> I will recommend a musical because, yeah. Uh, do you guys like South Park? Oh, I know where this is going. Do you guys like the Mormon religion? <laughs> or don't like it? <laughs> Do you guys love Andrew Rannells of the Falsettos and many other Broadway shows? And do you like Josh Gad? Okay, so needless <laughs> to say, uh, the Book of Mormon is a fantastic just stupidly funny musical well stupidly funny for a musical and that's saying a lot i don't find musicals to be that funny i mean there's a couple that are, just depends on the performance like hello dolly i got to see it with the lovely bernadette peters ultimate gilf um and she is you know she made it really funny and just very witty uh well 
instead of just making maybe a character or two playing a, a kind of funny character, imagine just having a whole fucking musical where just everything is just played up for laughs and you're like on the floor more than you're on your seat because you're probably going to be laughing a good amount because Trey Parker and Matt Stone, they're no strangers to comedy and especially in music. You know, whether it be America, fuck yeah, or like, you know, any other type of songs they made in South Park and their other works as well. You know, I, uh, with Book of Mormon, you know, of course, some people who are in fact Mormon might take a little bit of offense to it. But at the same time, you know, I believe in creator freedom and everything like that. As long as you're not targeting anyone, you're not hurting nobody. I just, I don't think it's really hurting anybody. And it's not really making fun of the people and calling them evil or bad people or anything. You know, it's just a satire. It's just how satire is. It makes fun of something and it plays it up for laughs more than trying to just, you know, show them in a bad light. And um, with the Book of Mormon, the songs are also just incredible, too. Andrew Rannells has one of the best tenor voices on Broadway. You can fight me on that all fucking day if you want. I will say he is one of the best male Broadway stars in the past 30 years. He is insanely, insanely talented. Uh, my favorite song on there being Spooky Mormon Hell Dream. That one has a really good guitar solo. And it features the likes of Genghis Khan, Gandhi, Hitler, and uh, a donut-reaching <laughs> Mormon. Um, that's all I will say about that song. And uh, as far as the plot goes, too, uh, all I gotta say, it's it, it's a Mormon trying to refine his faith, so he tries to convince an African drug warlord to be a Mormon. And, um, yeah, that's all you need to know as far as plot goes. I don't want to spoil anything from there. And another song, it's the most passive-aggressive song in the world, but Turn It Off. I really find that song just absolutely hilarious. It's it's so fucked up, but yet so funny. And uh, not to mention, Josh Gad is a very funny dude. I, I fortunately got to see it with the original cast, so I was able to see it in its prime, prime light. But even without the OG cast, still heavily recommended uh, as a show to watch whenever musicals you know become a thing you can see again or um even just listening to it on spotify with the og cast it's all so amazing heavily recommend it book of mormon yeah there you go all right that's gonna do it for this episode sebastian trent as always thank you for joining me <laughs> and we will see you guys in the next episode this has been the music corner with stay awaits and we are signing off